Today's show is brought to you by HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50glory and use the promo code 50glory for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no vaping in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, man. Who's going to vape in a theater? That's so rude. Dude, that lady, Lord Bober, I finally watched the video. Sure. So I had not watched. Yeah, any explain of the what video. happens because some people so, might be all right, behind. So, Lauren Bobert goes to watch the Beetlejuice theatrical production. It's like a musical. It's a musical, yeah. 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 Interesting. I've never heard of it. I would love I, to see it. That actually. sounds like it'd be a hoot. I yeah. think it sounds yeah. great. Now that I know it exists, yeah. it's on my list of you things. You sprinkle to do. the dust on one guy's head, it shrinks, her boobs grow. <laughs> it's <broke>. like. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes and she's on a date with this guy. Yeah. Democrat, by the way. A Democrat, a by Democrat the way. A Democrat who holds drag queen. Like brunches at his establishment. Oh, does he really? Yeah, like something like that. I read today. I did read like today a, too that they are now broken up. Yeah, she's they like, we're up. not going to have yeah, any more. We're dates. not going to hang out. We're anymore. not going to have any Yeah. So, but she's on a date with this guy. Fine, great. Do not care, right? Go to the theater, yeah. have a date. Sounds nice. Sure. That sounds nice. But she behaves <laughs> like she behaves. Look, a here's the thing. Shit, man. If I took my nine year old, I'm not exact. If I took my nine year old to go see Beetlejuice, my nine-year-old would be better behaved. Yes. In that theater. Absolutely, yeah. By far, without having yeah. to be told. Yeah. He would be even better behaved when I told him what to do yeah. because I would do that because I'm a fucking human being. Yeah. She was fucking hooting and hollering and like dancing in her seat. Singing along. Singing along. At, like full volume. Nobody else is. No. If you look at like the fucking like night vision cam, nobody else is doing that. She's vaping and just blowing the smoke out like yeah. she's outside. And she's a and like she tried to deny that she was vaping, but she is a hundred percent vaping. Yeah. Or she's having some sort of emphysema fit when right. the stuff is flying out of her if mouth. She's not vaping. Well, she she later copped to because they <laughs> caught her on the fucking thing. She, at first she was like, oh, there's a lot of smoke machines used in the production that was smoke. You can see on the literally vaping. Lady. Ooh, you see her. You're literally Ooh. vaping. Yeah. Look again, fucking vape. I don't give a shit. But not in the theater. Don't do it in the theater. Don't what are fucking, you doing? And like she doesn't even try. Here's the th and then the last thing is she just she's doing to take pictures. She gets her fucking phone out and she's taking pictures with flash. With flash. With yeah. fl the first it's a no phone, no pictures production, which yeah. almost all theatrical productions are. It's intensely rude and distracting. It's so rude. And it's stealing someone else's intellectual property. It's right? so rude. And they came to get her out. And then she fought with the people trying to take her out saying, do you know who I am? Yeah. And then she flipped them off. Yeah. And then she lied about what she did. She's like, yeah. oh. And then when the fucking footage comes out that shows her doing all of this stuff. Plus, it shows plus her getting a little handy. Fondled. Like at a certain point. He reaches over, Tom. Oh and my I'm God. not going to talk about like they're touching in a theater. And I know there's people who are going to say, yeah, but there were children there or whatever. Like it's dark. Like I, I don't. I, 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 just I don't, genuinely don't care. Unless, they unless there was a the child who went and reported right. her, then there's a problem, right. right? Then that's an issue. But if it's if it's dark and nobody saw, we wouldn't have saw either. And we wouldn't have right. known unless they had a fucking night vision camera in there. Right. But in any case, at one point he turns over to her and it is the most like perfunctory tit honk I've ever seen in my it looks so weird like, I thought when he did that it, it was gonna play like the theme for the General Lee like <laughs> <laughs> it, also when he does it he's still facing forward yeah, no, before he really General Lee's it's like a, I so, it's so it's so it's so odd it's so like like it's so just 
unpassionate. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and like she doesn't respond to his touch in any well, way. Well, then she in grabs anyway. Then she grabs his his in between his legs. Right. And that dude's got a hog because she's grabbing by the knee. Let me yeah. tell you, she's not anywhere near. Like, look, if you're she grabbing grabs, me, you got to move yeah. up. No, up man, you got to go. Yeah, go by where like, the the taint is. That's <laughs> be. But he's got a hog or something down there because she's grabbing like his. She's like untucking his sock at a certain <laughs> point, but she's grabbing him down right. there and he's grabbing her and stuff. But like, I was just appalled by the just transactional nature of it that just felt so Thank like, you. and it was a, and it's a first date. So you would think there would be some kind of titillation. Well, there was titillation, titillation. I will say. <laughs> that should be the name of her new bar. Titillation. titillation. That's oh. what, get out of Congress and call it titillation. That's Come it. on. Close down shooters yeah. or whatever you fucking had. He jugs or, or jugs or, and now it's called, dude, we got it. Titillation. 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 No, that's too good to give to Laura Boba. That's We're true. opening yeah. a bar called titillation. <laughs> With guys with their tops on. <laughs> no, just like, but, but genuinely like one of the things that, the reason why I think we should talk about this is, you know, you made a point earlier and I'll let you talk about it, about how she doesn't care for other people. But I want to talk very specifically about how I am shocked that something hasn't happened to her because of this. Yeah. This is something I feel 10 years ago would have gotten you, you know, you had a guy who said the words white nationalism isn't bad or something like that. Yeah. And he was censured. Like they fucking took his, they fucking took his ability to even speak away. Right. 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, but now it's a whole different ball game. This sort of thing is what they want. Yes. Yeah. This is what happens when you intentionally install juvenile trolls yeah. into Congress yeah. is this behavior is not like what, what we, we what has to be understood is this behavior is not limited to, it's not a persona that they are play acting in Congress. It's not limited to their role in Congress. Oh, when I'm at work, I put on this like hat and I go do my trolling stuff. Like trolls are bad people. That's why they're willing to be trolls, right? It's not like they're good people who sometimes are willing to be bad people. These are just bad, shitty, lousy, uncaring, mean people. Yeah. That's who they are. Yeah. And this is like, it's is it is it any surprise that guys like Matt Gates, another one of the troll crowd, like he's part of the fucking troll contingent in Congress, like Matt Gates is a complete fucking scumbag. Yeah. He's a total fucking scumbag. They're all in their personal lives the same as they are in their professional sure, lives. Sure. She, here she is willing to go to a public space where people have paid presumably a good buck. A good the theater's not cheap. Yeah. And they're trying to have a night out. And she is absolutely unconcerned with how her behavior affects anyone else. Yeah. She does not care. It is the last, least important thing. She's there to just do whatever the fuck she wants. She doesn't give a fuck about other people. Yeah. She doesn't care if other people are inconvenienced or if it's ruining the show or if it changes their night. And that's emblematic of who she is as a person. But the thing is, man, she's a civil servant. Yeah, man. She's supposed yeah. to be better than that. Yep. But like we installed a contingent of trolls. Yeah. And we're like, cool, you guys are now powerful. And they're like, awesome. Yeah. Watch me watch me do literally whatever I yep. want. And then if you try to challenge me, I'll try to remind you that I can do literally whatever I yeah. want. Yeah. And that's and that's what's happening. But I think there's a great tie-in here with a couple of things that we're going to talk about tonight. And one of them is the shutdown, yeah. right? Well, the looming shutdown, because and in, in, this isn't a Republicans fighting Democrats moment no. where, where someone won't... Uh, won't acquiesce to something like that. And instead, it's Republicans fighting Republicans. There, it is. And this is, I, I grabbed these stories <laughs> intentionally because I think there's a narrative, an overarching narrative I really wanted to talk to you about tonight. I am beginning to think that what we are seeing is the structural schism and the and the disintegration of the Republican Party into two parties. Yeah, I really think that, I was thinking like, is this how new parties are formed? Is, is the existing party becomes so torn apart from its own internal chaos that a new, you know, is this how like the Whigs fucking blow up and Fought become the Tories the, and yeah. like with their fucking weird <laughs> hair pieces on or whatever? I don't know. You know, but like, I really think that we're at a place where the MAGA party will mm -hmm. become a real 
yeah. political party mm-hmm. you can vote for, that yeah. there will be a the, the Democrats, the Republicans, and the MAGA party. And I think we're starting to see that civil war that's going to break the Republican party in two. I, I know that's dreaming because that would only be good. That would only be yeah. good. There's I, no downside. I don't see a downside either. And I think you're, you're onto something, Tom, because I was watching interviews today and there was five, six, seven Republicans talking about how fucking clown shoe this is that they can't even pass their own spending bill. Yeah, it's ridiculous. This is their own. This isn't, the, the Democrats aren't gonna pass it, right? The Democrats are like, fuck you, you pass it. And they're all like, well, we're gonna fight about it. Yeah. And they are too splintered. There's so many people who are saying, this shutdown is literally on our shoulders. These are Republicans yeah. saying, how clown shoe is this? Because this is literally on our shoulders if it happens. From this article from Politico, there's a, there's a line in here that I want to read because it's delicious. The title of this article is, Republicans resigned it to being the villains in the inevitable government showdown. So Representative Mike Simpson has this amazing line in this article. And this, this fucker's from Idaho. And here's what he says. We always get the blame, said Representative Mike Simpson, a senior appropriator, Name one time that we've shut the government down and we haven't gotten the blame. <laughs> <laughs> Name one time I broke I, into your house you know what? and I wasn't the criminal. You know what? <laughs> you got us there, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> They're always blaming me for the things oh, I do. Oh, so good. So good. And, you know, the That's thing so is, fun. is like, there's another story you found too that was basically like, like mm-hmm. the White House is just going to let them do this. Yeah. The White House is going to let them fist fight this out. And really genuinely what they're going to have to do, because it's on the wall now, these people that are in the far right party, the far right portion of their party, right for now, are not going to pass this. They're not going to do it. No. So they're going to have to work with Democrats because that's the best way to get things passed. Because if you do a bipartisan thing, you don't have to worry about any of the major like, uh, you know, factions that could overthrow that vote. And so, sadly, it'll be a centrist thing for me. I'd much sure. rather it be right. a progressive thing. Right. But it, a centrist thing is better than a right thing while they're in power. For you know sure. what I mean? Like, yeah. like if I'm being pragmatic about this whole thing, the best case scenario in this case would be a centrist thing because they're never going to pass a progressive thing. But the best I can do is soften or water down their far right thing. And even that phrase, while they're in power has lost all of its meaning sure. right now. Yeah. And, that, and that's exactly, like, it's kind of, and the White House, this this article is from uh, Politico as well, why the White House is letting McCarthy flail. So, like, McCarthy is supposed to be the uh, majority leader in the yeah. House. And if you remember, it took him, like, a fucking dozen and a half attempts. Oh, yeah, it was 15 attempts or something like that. And yeah. in order to get it, he had to basically say, look, here's the deal, guys. You guys vote me in, and if even one person doesn't like what I'm doing, they can table a vote to have me removed. And so that gives that gives the, the the screaming fucking insane trolls all the power, right? Because they cuz they get and they're they've said as much. Like Gates has come out and said, "Hey, McCarthy, do get back in line." He, he said it out like in a press conference like, yeah. "Get back into compliance. Yeah. Until you're fully compliant, we're going to fucking start these motions to like t- to get rid of you as the fucking house speaker or whatever." And it's like, they're not in power. There's no power here. They're not wielding it. You know, like, there's no strategy. There's no strength behind it. This is all weakness. It's all weakness. They can't even decide. Here's the crazy, here's how dysfunctional the Republican House is right now. They don't want to do anything. What they can't decide is what they want to get in the way of. Yeah. They can't even all agree to get in the way of things the same way. Do you think it's a bad thing if they defund the government though? If they like, if they like don't if a fund, shutdown? If they do the shutdown, would it slow down any of the things in federal court going after Trump? I don't, I genuinely, I don't know. I don't know. So when, whenever there's a government shutdown, there's always this like laundry list of people that are accepted from that shutdown. Yeah, yeah. And those people are always what they consider like the uh, essential, essential workers. Yeah. So I don't know if like they would consider the machinery of the justice system to be essential workers or not. Um, I don't know how long the shutdown will last. I'm a little worried. You know, we've had shutdowns in our lifetime before. Um, And they typically are are fairly short-lived and they're embarrassing failures of political progress, right? They're just a ridiculous example of modern gridlock. 
But like when they happen, like they're bad news for all the people at the bottom. Like all the people yeah, who all, are like, wake up and go to shit. work. Yep. They eat the shit. And they always say, oh, we'll give them back pay. Yeah. It's like, yeah, back pay doesn't fucking help if I miss my mortgage payment. Fucking A, man. Who's going to pay my fucking late fees? A, Who's going to pay my fucking extra fucking interest a, that I accumulate? Yep. Like that fucking back pay shit can go suck a dick. That stuff yeah. is nonsense. Like you're fucking with people's lives at a really deeply fundamental level. And there's a goddamn lot of people in government yeah. that get fucked when these things happen. So like there's that element of it. But like, I, I don't know. If they think if they put this thing to shut down, I don't know that I don't know how they turn it back yeah, on. Yeah. That's my worry. Yeah, how do you time. flip the switch back on? Yeah. Because these guys are not gonna coalesce. Yeah. And it's and you got a whole at this point, we're 13 months away from the change of government, right? Something yeah. changes in right. 13 months, right? right? We oh don't have, we don't, this isn't next month that we can hope that they'd get voted out. Right. We gotta wait 13 Jesus months. Christ. So long they got 13 months, buddy. And they're in charge for 13 yeah. months. So they got to fix it. And so it could be a, I really do feel though, at a certain point, there's going to be too much for them to take the blame on. They're going to have to go to the Democrats. It's going to be a bipartisan thing eventually. Yeah, I Eventually think so too. it's going to be, because I do not see those people bending to the Republican will. I think that they are, they're like you said earlier, when you're talking about trolls, you're like, they don't give a shit. No. So no. they don't have any sense. These other people recognize their jobs are on the line if they go back to their place and they're like, yeah, we couldn't fix it. I mean, yeah, right. those people, and it's not that it's not that those people in those small parts of the country are going to pick somebody that's a Democrat. They'll pick another Republican though. For sure. Yeah, they'll pick a different, hopefully, they'll pick somebody evil, right? Yeah. Like, I just want to be sure everybody understands. They will pick somebody evil. But like, there is a point where you got to say like, all right, I want somebody who's evil and competent yeah. rather than evil. Like the, the problem is like the, the fucking MAGA contingent, they don't understand how the machinery of government even works. They don't understand the stakes involved. They don't understand and they don't appreciate the magnitude of what they're doing. They don't give a shit. You know what they are? They're fucking howling jackasses in a theater. Yep. Yeah. Vaping. Just screaming and vaping and fucking taking pictures and <laughs> grabbing each dicks. other's tits. <laughs> <clears throat> it's like a fucking clown nose. Like, <laughs> Again, dude, they don't even lean over toward each other, man. They're not even near each other. Have you ever, when you were, when you were like hot and heavy, have you ever made out in a publicish space, like a movie theater or whatever? Hold on a second. Let me think about when I was hot and heavy. About <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Because like, yeah. I absolutely, absolutely. have. Yeah. So I don't want to like say like I'm above yeah. the fray sure, of yeah. being like caught in the moment. Yeah. What I'm saying is their moment sucks. Yeah. Their moment makes my dick limp. <laughs> their moment is sad. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, it's good that that guy's dick was limp because if not, he was going to kick the guy <laughs> in the face. <laughs> <laughs> You want me to break something else? No. All right, so this story comes from FFRF, action.org, Freedom From Religion Foundation, yes. or f -f 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 <laughs> Project 2025, Harrowing Roadmap for Christian Nationalist Presidency. I want to read chunks of this because yeah, sure. it's, it's pretty dense, actually. Yeah. The right-wing collaboration called Project 2025 recently published a 920-page mandate for leadership. And I saw that, Cecil, because at first, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, maybe I should read this. It was like 900 and so I was like, I will read your article no, about this. Fuck that. <laughs> 920 page you know, it, it, mandate. For admittedly, the right does have a lot of books that are full of a lot of pages and don't say a fuck that all. That is true. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's on that super thin onion yeah. skin paper. <laughs> It okay. comes with its own bookmarks. <laughs> you can find your place later. Is it read yeah. every time Trump speaks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the MAGA Bible. Oh, oh God. It's awesome. Instructs on how to implement an agenda of autocracy in the first 180 days of presidency. PBS NewsHour described it as a goal to restructure U.S.'s government and replace it with Trump's vision. The president, day one, will be a wrecking ball for the administrative state, Yikes. claims Russ Vaught, a former Trump administration official who's now president of the Conservative Center for Renewing America. The unabashedly theocratic recommendations that are part of Project 2025 haven't received the media attention they deserve, warns F -f 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 action president Annie Laurie Gaylor. Voters who value our secular U.S. Constitution and its foundational principle of guaranteeing a secular government must take heed. 
So let me kind of go through what's in parts of this. And again, I'm not going to talk about the whole thing because it's a thousand yes. fucking pages. It's the sh- yeah. it's it it's reading the fucking shining. <laughs> That's what, like, and it, no, it, it's, and really, it's the it. same outcome for humanity, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the stand is actually what I meant yeah. to say. It's reading the stand. That's what I was taking it as. <laughs> I was, I, I forgot though. The shining is the, the one shitting. with the, the ghost. The stand is the one yeah. where we all die. Yeah. <laughs> the mandate, based on the theory that Article 2 of the Constitution gives the president complete control of the executive branch, recommends stripping power from or entirely dismantling virtually all federal agencies. In addition to putting the Justice Department under the political control of the White House, this would eliminate federal support for public education, jeopardize health care protections guaranteed by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and much more. The general goal seems to be to eliminate any federal programs that, quote, provide for general welfare and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our prosperity while consolidating as much power as possible into the Oval Office. I think the writing was on the wall in the first debate for the Republican, uh, for the Republican nominee, Primary. right? They all said this. They all want yep. to dismantle government. They want to tear entire wings of the government, big, major yep. institutional figures in our pol- pol- political sphere. They want to tear them down completely. Yep. So the writing was on the wall already. But this solidifies it to a point where it's basically saying like the president will come in and I don't know if you remember, I mean, we did all the first hundred days that Trump yeah. had had signed up when he oh, won. Yeah. We read the first hundred days. We talked about each one. I will say this is more scary because that felt like he was trying to work within a system. This is dismantling almost the entire system and then just yep. placing it under an authoritarian leader in the president. And Trust me, they only want to do this if they win. They oh, yeah. do not want this if the if the Democrat wins. They, the 2025 plan is not for us to ever win again. It's not for That's Democrats exactly to right. ever win again. That's exactly right, because this would radically restructure the very structure of our government to consolidate as much power as possible at the top. Once they do that with, with a with a wildly more powerful autocratic executive branch, a puppet Supreme Court, they will simply cheat the system all the time until the Democrats, even though they're the majority of this country forever, forever. Yeah. Even though we win, we're the majority of this whole fucking country, even though that's true. You know, I was listening to something, uh, again, I was listening to a podcast about Wisconsin again, and they were talking about how wildly unfair Wisconsin's system has become. So Wisconsin votes Democrat. They just, they do. They just vote Democrat, except for that it doesn't matter because Wisconsin has been so heavily gerrymandered that even though it's like 54%, that's a pretty big swing. Even though it's like 54% of Wisconsinites voting consistently for Democrats, almost all of it is run by Republicans because that's the power of gerrymandering. You can cheat yourself so hard that like, you can you can be winning by five, six, seven, eight percentage points yeah. and still lose. Yeah. That's fucking insane, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, fucking crazy. And 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 think about the the things that were put in place by some of these authoritarian governors, right? So Ron DeSantis puts yeah. into place a force of people going out to make sure there's no election fraud. Right. Tell me that there won't be if a top-down government like that sort of occurs and there's no checks really on the presidency anymore, who doesn't put together a a fucking small force of people who are going to be the ones who make sure the elections go their way every time? I mean, don't, this is a terrifying blueprint for the future. We talked about something like this because, you know, they don't, there's no, there's no collaboration in anything they're doing, right? Like, I would love it if humanity would work together and solve some of the major problems that we're looking at. I would love that. That'd be awesome. I think that would be amazing because we have to work together if we want to solve it. There is nothing in there that makes them want, they want to subjugate. That's what they want to do. That's what this plan, and that's when we talked about that climate, it's full fucking foot on the gas. We're talking about the climate thing. They're like, no, man, we're literally going to destroy the, we're not just going to make like a, like rip out the EPA. We're going to make a conservative version of the EPA. So that's what this stuff is all stemming from. This 2025 plan is a terrifying thing. 
They have been telling us that they want to break our government for, I don't know. It's got to be 20 years. uh, Since Newt Gingrich. Yeah. Since Newt Gingrich. At least. At least. This is the closest they've ever been. Yeah. This is, this is like, we are, and I don't want to like overstate it, but you can't. This is literally an existential moment in America. It really is. And because it's an existential moment in America, this is an existential moment for the world. Yeah, And that is not an exaggeration. If we don't, we've got this like, like narrowing and narrow and narrow and narrow window to work on some of these big problems. If we dismantle our government, if we destroy democracy in this country, if we consolidate power into a single source at the top who wields autocratic control, if we have no checks and balances through a puppet Supreme Court, we are going to spend eight, 10, 12 years at least, yeah. bare minimum, yeah. before maybe if we're lucky at a good downwind, we can wrest control of the system back from this. Yeah, and then it's too late. That's too late. It's too it's late. Too late. It's a, that's a used husk. Yep. Oh, you like the game, huh? Do you really like it? It's, it's our favorite, favorite game in the whole world. Oh, you like the game, huh? Well, how do you like these? So, you whizzed on the electric fence, didn't you? The electric fence. Now, on funnier news, this is from CNN. Trump acknowledges he was told 2020 election lies were false in wide-ranging interview. Did you watch this Meet the Press interview? I didn't, know. I've read so many stories. This thing sounds like the biggest fucking train wreck for his attorneys ever. W- I don't know how he still has attorneys. I'll be oh, perfectly God. honest. Thank you. I don't know how people keep signing that paper because it's like trying to protect. I mean, it's like trying to protect somebody who's so stupid. They don't know what they're doing. Like he's like a person walking around a house with a fucking fork, trying to stick <laughs> it in every outlet that he can. And you're the guy yeah. who's <laughs> trying to run in front of him and put one of those child safe things yes. on an electric outlet. And you keep walking. He's well, I really want to stick it in there. He's I cannot, Tom, Tom, I cannot wait for the first day of any of his trials. Oh my God, I because know. Because he oh has done God, so much pollution in his, not in his favor, yeah. right? In the def, in the prosecution's favor, he's done so much pollution. It's going to be so hard for me to, to, to pay attention because I'm going to be like, man, he said all this stuff and they're just going to keep rolling in all the tape oh, where yeah. he said these things and they're like, was that a lie? What, you, what was that? What's going yeah. on? Yeah, I. this is like, so what he said in the CNN interview is basically like, hey, yeah, people told me, a lot of people told me, my lawyers told me, I listen to other people. I'm people, people, I listen to me. Here's what I listen to, I listen to me. Me, I'm the one that I listen he's to. The one who's, he's That's like, basically what he said. I made the decision. Right. But like the only colorable defense that I've ever heard anybody even remotely suggest that he might accidentally prevail with would be that he was working on the advice of counsel. He was he was, he was relying people, on the advice of counsel. He was using people and they told him it was this. And it, it's like, it is, from what I'm to understand, it is a colorable defense to say, look, I got an attorney because this was complicated. The attorney told me to do this thing. Yeah, or that he this throws was legal. all his attorneys under the fucking bus. But like, if he just stuck with that, but now he can't do that. He cannot realistically go to court anymore and say, I was relying on the advice of my attorneys. Now he's got to be like, that was me. Because they'll just bust out the CNN thing. They'll be like, like no, you said it here. Were you, you said lying, sir? Right here. You know, were you lying, yeah, sir? Right. And like, everything I, is going to clash and, with everything else. And the problem is, is that, is that everybody that is in that courtroom is going to have to watch him say these things out loud. And that is such an impression on the fucking jury. Oh my God. You know what I, I mean? Know. Or the judge, if it's a judge in some cases, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be a judge or a jury. I'm, I suspect it's going to be a jury in everything. I, I suspect, but I don't know yeah, for I don't sure. Know. Yeah. I don't know what he's going right. to decide, but you know, if it's a, if it's a judge, like think of how damaging that is to just him, to hear him say it to somebody out loud. Yeah. And then he says, no, that's not what I meant. I mean, 
that that's like I can't imagine how bad that's going to. Do be you for think him. he'll take the stand? Uh, I don't know that he'll have to. I think that they're just going to play this shit anyway. Yeah, I don't know that I don't know yeah. that he will either. I I think it would be insane to take the stand. I I will say this, he and, is I, and I mean such this. an idiot he, that he would be steamrolled by any one of those anyone. people. They will fucking eat his fucking lunch. They will drink his fucking milkshake. And I will say this: if I will pledge this, if he is going to take the stand, I am calling off of my day job. I am coming here. We will. And we are live watching streaming. that shit. We are live streaming. If he if he takes the stand, absolutely. If he's on this, there's no way I could work that day. Do you know? There's no way I would be too hard. The whole day. There's no way. My erection will last more than four hours. <laughs> but you know what doesn't last more than four hours? Making a delicious home-cooked meal with HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. A busy fall schedule doesn't always leave you with time to spare. And with HelloFresh, you don't need to spend all evening in the kitchen to whip up a wholesome meal. With their quick and easy recipes and 15-minute meals, you can get a tasty dinner on the table in less time than it takes to get takeout or delivery. HelloFresh takes the stress out of mealtime by delivering fresh ingredients and easy recipes right to your door. This fall, skip that extra trip to the grocery store and have dinner ready in no time with America's number one meal kit. And when you get HelloFresh, you know you're getting top-notch produce since it travels from the farm to your door in less than seven days. I know when I'm making a chimichurri sauce for my fried tofu and potatoes, I don't want to have to go back to the store because I forgot cilantro again. Having all the correct pre-portioned ingredients makes cooking easy-peasy, squeezy-squeezy. Lemons. Or whatever. So, I mean, it, it, it is actually pretty helpful that I don't have to think because that's uh, difficult. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Glory and use code 50Glory for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. HelloFresh.com slash 50Glory and use promo code 50Glory. America's number one meal kit. And now we return you to whatever it is they were talking about. Good luck remembering. As long as that hearing lasts. As long as he's on I, the stand. I will say this. He gets away with it. Yeah. In debates because he interrupts and he's forceful. Right. That shit don't play in court. No, man. You can't do that in court. He'll get contested. You saw how many times Alex Jones had to be put in his place. Yep. By, because he kept on trying to interrupt them and they're like, this isn't your show. Yep. You don't get to talk like that here. Everybody gets a chance to speak. And when it's their turn, you shut your fucking mouth. And he had to shut his fucking mouth. They also make you answer the question. Mm -hmm. If you just fucking pontificate rather than actually answer the goddamn question. Huge, huge point. They'll just roll it right back and yep. be like, sir, you're going to answer that question. You're, you're going to answer be that contempt. question. Yeah, you're going to have to answer that. Yep. It's going to be, if he takes the stand, oh. absolutely outstanding. Please See, take the stand every just, chance you get. All I want is that. That's all I want. I don't know, Cecil. I don't want anything for Christmas. <laughs> You just no, want that. I just want that. I just want that over and over and over. I'm gonna get, if he takes a stand, I'm putting that on a fucking DVD or whatever, a USB drive. I'm just going to watch it all the time. <laughs> all the time. I'm going to buy those Google glasses that project shit into your eyes so I can only see that forever. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. Tom, I, I found this and I want to play this audio for you. Oh, there's audio. So there's audio. There's this audio. Is, this is from Pink News. Republican sobs as she claims the LGBTQ plus activists are training children to use butt plus. <laughs> I'm going to play this. This is this lady having a genuine meltdown. Hello, my name is Erin Mazzoni and my address is on file. I just moved here from Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Hearing what this person just said really upsets me because our entire community of North fell apart. It was like watching a bad car accident for three years straight. It started out as pride coming in, and I thought everything would be okay. I was totally fine with them having and doing what they wanted under the laws. And it ended with a rainbow room where eight to 12-year-old kids were given butt plugs and dildos. And <laughs> Wait, make her say butt plugs and dildos trained. again in that voice. Okay. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> I just, <laughs> make her say Jesus that again. Christ, Tom. <laughs> That's dark. I'm almost there. <laughs> That's dark. I'm Tom. almost there. We just got a city grant 
a rainbow room where eight to 12 year old kids were given butt plugs and dildos. (laughs) (laughs) Butt plugs and dildos? No, they weren't. Uh, No, they weren't. You know what this is? Is a person who's, and you know what? I'll play the rest of it before I interrupt it. Trained. They just got a city grant for $650,000 to be able to do more training on the children. It was horrendous. I have asked my friends there what if it's getting any better. Every single one of them are leaving, and it is a very good tax base. These conservatives are good tax base people. What does that mean? It was absolutely horrible to watch. You think that you're doing things based on laws, but you are doing things and you are led. Okay, it stops there. Okay. It stops like right in the middle of it. But I want to talk about this because like, like this is someone who is so wrapped up in a conspiracy yeah. that they can't discern reality from this weird fantasy that they're having. Yeah, there's no evidence at all that anything she, of course, right? I just yeah. need to say it. There's no evidence at all, of course, that anyone is teaching kids how to use butt plugs and dildos. I will say, having potty trained a couple of kids, <laughs> maybe a butt plug. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm just saying it saved the carpet, well, then Cecil. You, then you it take it, save you the go carpet. into that changing room, you take it off and it just sprays the walls everywhere. No, but You're growing up with this thing uh, in until you learn to control that. I tell you, you know, it's just a gro- it's just a grotesque thing because what they're trying to, what they've been caught up in is this groomer conspiracy. Yeah. So they're caught up in this groomer conspiracy. It's a horrible, shitty, untrue conspiracy. We've seen time and time and time again, the groomers are the church, man. The groomers are not just a church either. There's plenty of churches out there that are groomers. They groom kids into sexual acts at a young age and it's grotesque, right? So like we've seen that time and time and time again, they keep saying it over and over and over again. And these people are starting to believe it. And now they're hyperventilating at a fucking school board meeting yep. because she thinks it's real. I mean, this is fucking boogeyman stuff. It is. It's And like, I actually, part of me, like as much as I'm laughing at this lady, like part of me feels genuinely bad for all these people that have been duped into, in their minds, they live in a world yeah. that is this awful. And like the world we live in is already pretty bad. Right, the world we live in has far too much, like pedophilia sure. and abuse yeah. and violence yeah. and like sexual violence. The world we live in, but they're now living in a world that has been imagined and narrated for them by polit- politicians who are seeking to, like, control them, and they're living in a world that is worse than the world they have to live in every day. Every day, this lady wakes up, Cecil, and she believes in a world that is more horrible than the world she has to believe in. Right. And so for her, that's real. Yeah. It's genuine. Like, I don't think she's faking those tears. Do you remember we had Marshawn, God, this had to be a couple years ago, and he was talking about the anti-vax people. And he was saying, you know, like, I think that in their heart, what they're thinking is, I really care about children. Yeah. And that is a good thing. Right. But they're taking into account all these things and it's making them sort of crazy in their head and doing the wrong thing for kids. Mm -hmm. This is the exact same thing, right? They hear this stuff and I think she probably does care about kids. I think so too. I don't think that these are crocodile tears. I don't think she's pretending to cry. I think she is having a moment here, but I think she's been unbelievably lied to and she believes these things are real and she's not... What, she, what she's doing is she's basically allowing a bunch of kids to not understand who they are too, right? Yeah. Because there's yep. going to be a percentage, a small percentage of kids that are going to be forced because they're in some rural area to not be able to be who they are. Sure. Now, it's just, they, nobody gets this. It's the tiniest percentage of people who are in the LGBTQ plus uh, group, right? Yeah, There's right. a tiniest group of people. This is not a, a majority no, of human right. beings. Yep. This is a small group of people. Most people are straight and cis. That is true. Yeah. And these people are going to force this tiny, already marginalized community of people who are afraid to be more afraid. Absolutely. And to hide more and to separate themselves more from that community and to not have the structures and the support that normal kids get yes. from being who they are. Yep, yep. The other thing that this is going to do 
is this narrative will further degrade support for regular sex education. Yes, absolutely true. So like everybody eats shit. Yeah. When we don't have evidence-based, yeah. When we don't have like good quality evidence-based sex education, then everybody loses. Rates of pregnancy, uh, you know, unwanted pregnancy go up. Rates of disease go up. Rates of abuse go up. Like all of these horrible negatives go way the fuck up. And we absolutely know that like, this is going to create an environment that is not conducive to the expansion of and development of quality sex education. Yeah. Because they're going to be like, oh, it's grooming. You know, it's they're teaching them how to use fucking butt plugs or whatever. Also, like, I mean, like, I don't want anyone putting a butt plug in my kid. But, like, if my kid was of, like, sexual education age or whatever, age? sex ed age, and they're like, here's how toys work, and they weren't like... I'd be like, that's how toys work. Yep. That's hey, I, how learned how these, I learned how these toys work. I'd be like, yeah, well, that's how they that's work. That's how they work. Yeah. I mean, that, like, I'm not afraid of that shit. You know, like, I don't want to know it. Don't get me wrong. As my kids have matured into, like, 17-year-old kids, I don't want to know about their sex life any more than I want to tell them about mine. Sure. But I want them to have a happy and yeah, healthy absolutely. sex life. Yeah. I just never want to hear about yeah. it. <laughs> no, and I think I think that's that's exactly it, right? Is that is that I think that there's a problem in our country with prudishness and sex. Yeah. And it's religion-based. It's it's strictly religion-based that is forcing everyone in this country to be prudish and to, you know to push back on things that could help all these children have healthy sex lives, right? right. As, as they grow. Not sex lives as children. No. But no, you have no, no, to no. learn it at a certain point so that later on in life you can have these things. And you have to decide at a certain point to teach it to somebody, right? There has to be a point. And the problem is, is that they always think everyone is too young. And you're like, but you don't understand. Kids are having sex and exploring this sort of thing at a young age. Yeah, and they're seeing, the thing is like, these kids are growing up and they've got a phone in their pocket. Yeah, man. And they're seeing all kinds of varsity level stuff. Yeah. And like, they're not varsity level players. Yeah. And it really is, it is necessary as, as adults in the room to like help kids understand a world that is just functionally different than the world we grew up in. You know, they're, they're seeing people whose job is to fucking be fucked. Yeah. Like they're good at it. They're pros. Yeah. Right. Sure. And like, you've got like, kids and they're going to see that stuff and they have to understand that difference right yeah. they have to understand like that hey there's a difference we have to teach kids like all the stuff that like i don't know about you but like in sex ed all the stuff i was never taught which is like relationship dynamics and yeah. consent yeah, yeah. and abuse and like that was left out all as that as stuff far as i remember it was left out my so. sex ed was very abstinence is the only is the is the best way to avoid all this stuff so it was like Here's the stuff, but always came that's conversation. All that sentence always came back to, but remember, abstinence is the best way I to avoid. I didn't have this. that. I had you did not. No, a lady pulled out a banana. One of the first things she showed us was how to put a condom on. No, but I never had that demonstration. That was one of the first things I remember. I have been eating here's fucking I know unsafe I, bananas my yeah, whole life. I'll, I normally put the condom on if I'm gonna mash it. So Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like, like I, I thought mine was pretty straightforward. I think that they definitely talked about abstinence. Then they, they didn't skip over it. But I remember that there was definitely a, you know, here's what these things are sort of things. That so, were, and that's interesting because we grew up not far from each other. Yeah. And we're only five years apart. Mm-hmm. But like, what that tells me too is that a huge amount of the education that we get comes down to the teacher. Yeah. And the spin that they put on things, yeah. right? Probably where I lived too. I yeah. definitely lived in a probably a more liberal area because, you know, it's a more working class area. Sure. I, I know that the the place where you went to school, right. you know, not probably not your house, but certainly the place you went to My school, school was, was affluent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So it was, you know, there's a difference, I think, between For what sure. they're gonna allow and what some, you know blue collar family is going to want Absolutely. because they certainly don't want their kid coming home preggers. Right. You know, and, and then there's another mouth to feed in a, in a middle-class, lower-class family. You know, so, but like when it comes down to when there's this much and like having gone to school to be a teacher, you have a lot of personal latitude. You have an enormous amount of personal, like you've got this material you got to cover, but you have a lot of personal attitude and how you cover it sure. and what angle you put on it. 
the thing too is that like everybody is awash in the same culture. Yeah. So if we are grooming people to believe in groomers, if we are grooming people to believe in a a world full of like QAnon pedophile nonsense, that's going to affect the teachers who yeah. teach your kids. Yeah. They might they might give your kids sex ed, but they might give them a different sex ed like you and yep. I got. Yep. You know. By picking one case, you can go home with one cent or one million dollars. One banker, one button, and just one question. Deal or no deal? So this is good news. This is cool. This is from NPR. Biden is unveiling the American Climate Corps, a program with echoes of the New Deal. This is actually a pretty big deal. Um, and it's a pretty big program. Um, the, the, the goal here is to put as many as 20,000 people to work with green jobs in energy infrastructure. Yeah, that's great. I I feel like the article is it echoes the New Deal. I mean, the New Deal is like 8.5 million people. This yeah. is 20,000 jobs. It's a let's, splash. Let's not be like, this is a New Deal type yeah. thing. This is 20,000 jobs. Great. Right. Got to start somewhere, right? right? Even if it's meager, you got to start somewhere. There's a lot of companies out there with 20,000 employees. You know, there's For sure. hundreds of thousands of companies with 20,000 yep. employees. But 20,000 is a good step in the right direction. It is. I'd like it to be 20,000, then 50,000, then 100,000, then 2 million. Right. That's what I'd love to see, right? Absolutely. I'd like to see it keep growing and growing. And you can't start, you got to start somewhere. Everybody's got to start somewhere. Yep. So- I don't want to shit on it because it's a start. It's at least a fucking start. Let's do something. Doing something is better than doing nothing. But really, we need to fucking this really is, open the hose on this. Yeah, dude, this is like, this is like you know, a peak of light through the door when yeah. we need to bust the door yeah, open. we do. Like, for we sure. We do. It's just like, you know, one of the constraints is that this is essentially being done through executive order yeah, yeah. rather than through legislative action. So Congress controls the purse strings. Yeah. There's only so much yes, only so action much money. that one person could take yeah. until we consolidate all of the power up top. Man, if you consolidate all the power and up we top, have a king. you could have some real, real push here. <laughs> I will say this, you know, like if you can win back Congress and you keep Senate and then you keep the presidency, this could grow huge because you do have your foot in the door. You do have an infrastructure in place. Now we fund it. Right. And yep. now it's big. Now yep. it's one of these big, you know, the departments, th there could be a department of green energy, you know, or at least a portion of the department of energy that fits under green energy. And how energy. baller would that be? be? Amazing. This we, would be, this is what need needs to happen. We need it. We need something as bold and as aggressive yeah. and as fundamentally earth shaking as the new deal. Yeah. It has to be. AOC was WPA. right. She yeah. was right she was about right that. All when she when she talked about this years ago, yeah. she was right about it when she called it that, and people were laughing at her. Oh my god! And I you're know. like, look at it now, man. Look at it now. Look at the P look at the insurance companies pulling out of places because of oh, dude, how dangerous it is. You can't even like, I I it's a uh, State Farm Insurance isn't writing new policies in the state of California. State Farm in the whole state of California, they're not writing new policies. There's like a couple of insurers that have pulled out of Florida entirely. Like we're going to start to see, and I actually, I'm, I'm always encouraged to be honest. I'm encouraged when I see that because part of me knows that nobody is going to make this kind of systemic change until the dollars. Until the money follows it. Yep. The money's got to lead you there. And it's yep. not the money follows it. The money leads you there. The money you leads. follow it. Yep. And yep. so, yeah, if, if they can get money, if they can get, the, like we, we talked about this five years ago. The moment it starts inconveniencing rich people, yeah, that's when it changes. Then things will change. And we don't have a system that does anything better than that. No. That's the system we have. Yeah. So we it's need to make this, this hurt. Yeah, I mean, granted, I hate that system, right. but that's the system you have. Yeah, I, I'm actually I'm actually to a point where I'm like, all right, now I want to see some of these coastlines. I want to see some of these like big, beautiful homes in Malibu and like these big, beautiful homes in Miami. I, I need to see them getting washed away. Like they need to get washed away so that people can be like, holy shit. What? Like, it needs to happen. Yeah, because like, it, we, we need, I hate crises. I don't want anyone to suffer. I don't actually want anyone to suffer. I'm just worried yeah, that, Yeah, but if like, somebody loses their second home. I'm just worried that, like, if people don't suffer, we're all going to suffer so yeah. much worse. And and it's the people who, the genuinely, the people who need to suffer. Yeah. Are going to, are the ones that are putting the screws to the, uh, to the environment sure. right now. 
But Elena's love for Damon was stronger than the doppelganger curse. So this is great. This is from Insider. Uh, Senator John Fetterman is selling body double t-shirts, leaning into the right wing conspiracy I want to play theory. this video. Yeah. This is so fucking <clears throat> funny, Tom. I, you know, I don't know a lot about Fetterman. I know he came in and the people were pissed about him. And man, this is just great. I want to play this. So hold on a second. Let me, let me put it on the big screen for everybody. Now, this is John Fetterman. If you're watching, if you're listening, this is John Fetterman uh, just sitting in his apartment or something talking to a camera. Hey, everybody, it's me, Senator John Fetterman. And I just want you to know that I'm back and I'm feeling great 100%. And, you know, during my time during the hospital, the fringy fringies really came up with a conspiracy that I have a, a body double. And I just want you to know that is just crazy. That's not true. And I mean, no, dude, John, what are you doing this afternoon? Yeah. Oh, it's great. <laughs> so oh, what happens that's if so you're just great. live, you're listening. What happened is the second time when he said, hey, John, it was him coming in the door in a white sweatshirt and he was standing on the, and there's another camera where he's talking in a different outfit. And so he's talking to himself there as like, as if he is a body double. He's, I, I love this because it doesn't give them like, very often what'll happen is, is someone will say, no, that's not true. Like yeah. I'm not, I don't have a body double. That's stupid. They'll like fight back in a weird way. He's just like, no man, these people are fringe and stupid and they are goofy and I'm going to make fun of them right now. And I think that that might be more effective than what, what's been happening. I know. I like, there's a part of me that like rebels against the idea that like the solution to bullshit isn't fact checking. Yeah. But like, I do think that we're maybe we're living in a world where it's all snark all the way down. Yeah. Like everything is snark now. And so it's like, all right, look, I, Tom Curry, wanted to live in a world governed by serious I people. I wanted a serious world. Right. Yeah. I wanted a serious world where civil servants, you know, had our baby, but that's not the world. The world we live in is a snark world. Everything is collapsed down to a joke, a quip, a meme. So if that's where we're at, fire with fire. Like that, we just have to. Yeah. We just I have to. I don't think it's, I don't think you're wrong. And I think like, like the other part of me is like, I didn't start it. Yeah. You know, right. This guy no, didn't know. set out to make a conspiracy and then have fun with it. Right? right. The conspiracy was thrust upon him by people who are unhinged from reality. So his defense is to just say, you're crazy. Here is me making fun of you. Yep. And I think like, this kind of stuff sucks all the oxygen out of the room. Yeah, right. And that's kind of maybe the only way that we can deflate this nonsense is to just suck all the oxygen out of the room. Just, just make this not fun anymore. I think they got, I think it's like, if it's not fun anymore, nobody wants to propagate it. It's yeah. not getting a rise out of anyone. It's like, it's like when Biden embraced the fucking dark Biden yeah, shit. The, the, the dark Brandon. The dark Brandon. Dark Brandon yeah. 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 When he started doing the dark Brandon stuff, now people are mad at it. Yeah. Right? So before they were just like, oh, he's so old. He's so stupid. And then he's doing like dark brandishing. They're like, fuck that guy. I'm so mad about it. Yeah, you know? And like it reclaims it. And it, and it, it, it takes it back. Yeah. He's like, okay, well, I'm just going to take it back from you. And and this Fetterman thing is very similar. And there's he's got t-shirts that that are, you know, that uh, one of his t-shirts, it's at the top here. It says, it says, uh, John Fetterman's body double is so what it funny. says. And so you could buy a shirt that he's making merch money off of for yep. his campaign that says John Fetterman's body double. That's fucking hilarious. It's, great. it's genuinely funny. And I don't know if you saw some of these pictures, Tom, but one of these pictures, they're like, they're like, I hate when my tattoos disappear like this. Now I want to show you this picture. This is the picture. I hate when my tattoos disappear like this. And you're like, <laughs> dude, it's the, I, it's the other <laughs> side of his arms. So Fetterman now, and I don't know if you knew this, but in, in his arms, he yeah. has tattoos. Yeah. And those tattoos are when people died while he was like a mayor. So when people oh, died yeah. in, his, in his city, he wrote on him the dates of all the people. So it's like a meaningful tattoo to him, right? right? And there's a picture of him on the top where he's got his arms out. His arms are out and you can see the tattoos. You see the underside of his forearm. The underside of his forearm, right? Yeah. 
when he's holding his hands to his head, his underside of his forearm is gone and you're seeing the side of his forearm. And some moron has circled this, uh, the side of his forearm and said, <laughs> I hate it when my tattoos disappear. And you're like, that's how fucking object permanence works, dude. I can literally- Can I take your nose? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Look, I have a tattoo on my forearm. Watch. Yeah. It's gone. <laughs> oh, it's there. It's gone. Yeah. It's there. It's gone. It's gone. Body yeah. double. Yeah. Body double. Ah, boy, 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 boy. The, the, like if you show a different part of your body, it looks different. Yeah, sure does. You know, sure does. Hey, I don't look the same from the side of the from the front. <laughs> the back of my leg doesn't look like the front of my leg. And it's just, and, and again, they're taking pictures of him from different angles, different, well, and also genuinely different lenses will make your face change. Like different focal oh, yeah. lengths, that can change how your face looks in a big way. In a huge way. In a huge way. And so his, and it's also different lighting. He's wearing glasses in one. And you're just like, dude, you're the guy who's fooled by Clark Kent. I, yeah, like you're you. the guy who's yes. fooled by Clark Kent. I don't know. They don't look, they're totally different people. Those are different people. You're like, you are a fucking idiot, man. And I wouldn't be surprised if, if like somebody put somebody else in there as a joke. I think that would be funny. That, if somebody right, be. If somebody just put in like fucking Walter White in there or something, <laughs> that would be the funniest shit. Also, in like one of them, his facial hair is different. His facial hair is different. Like you would look he's wearing a mustache. Like, another one, he's got a beard, a full like, beard. He's like, I've ever seen the videos where like a dad has had a beard and then he shaves his beard and he goes out oh, and like, his baby cries. Baby cries, yeah. Because they don't recognize yeah. you. Yeah. Like making like a big drastic change to your facial hair is a drastic change. Like so much so that like. People may not recognize you on the street. Yeah, man. Yeah. I've had a beard for 30 years. That's a long time. I can't imagine someone seeing, I mean, maybe not that long. Maybe it's been, it's got to be at least 25 though. A long time. So I've had a, I, I had a goatee for a while, I guess. Not just like a full beard, but I was like one of the first people I knew to sort of grow my whole beard, beard. in because yeah. I was lazy. I was like, I'm lazy. I don't want to have to fucking. And this was back back in like the the aughts. A goatee was in like the, yeah, the like 90s the little, too. Yeah, the little goatee was uh -huh. in. And then I was just like, nah, it's just too much work. And so I just grew a beard in. And then I had a beard for years. Um, and so like I couldn't imagine what somebody if somebody saw me if I shaved. Tomorrow, if I saw you clean shaven, weird as shit, man. People dude, would be like, who is that dude, guy? If I walked into your home and you were clean shaven, I would fight you thinking you were an intruder. <laughs> Like, I'm like, you're, you're, you're in my guy's you, house, bro. You point, at, you point at me like that invasion of the body snatches and just start screeching. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, this is crazy shit. These people are insane. And, and I nuts, love, man. I love that he's, he's leaning into it. He's like, fine. No, yeah. it's fine. I'll make fun of you. That's gotta be it. Lean into all of them. Lean into it. Lean into Lean them into all. It. Yeah. Take them all back. Hello, guy. How you doing? Fuck off, four eyes. I beg your pardon? I said, fuck off for eyes. Oh, I love this story. Weirdly, this comes from sports.yahoo.com. Yeah. I don't know why, guys. Hmm. Fucking whatever, though. Uh, Anti-glasses influencer defends herself against backlash after TikToker infiltrates her class. That is not allowed. <laughs> guys. TikToker is so funny, too. Guys. There's this lady who's like, has a class. And she's purporting to say that if you have glasses, which I am wearing right now. Sure, I wear glasses as well. If you have glasses, you don't need them. You don't need them. Mm -hmm. There are things you can do. Yeah. Spiritual things. Huff some oil. Mental things. Yeah. Physical things you can do to fix yourself of the belief that you need those glasses. Mm -hmm. yeah. The reason... Oh, Jesus the Christ. reason you need glasses. So Cecil, the reason that I need glasses is not because when I was 18, Someone my friend shot, shot me in my in left face. eye with a BB gun <laughs> and the damaged face. the optic nerve in my left eye. That is the reason I've been told by yeah, sure. the man yeah. that I need glasses. Yeah. Now, granted, I will say that the belief that I need glasses is so strong <laughs> that when I close my right eye and try to look through my left eye, I can't see fucking anything. <laughs> I can't read your shirt. Yeah. From here. Yeah. Like you are wearing a shirt. I happen to know what it says. Literally no way I could read no that. No way you could read it. It's just a blue smudge. Yeah. Tom, 
Did you that's huff it. any oil though before you tried to do it? And I didn't. You and didn't. that's the problem. Get a Febreze cup <laughs> and like hold it. Actually, just pull it. What you do is you you get one of those Febreze like things that you stick in the 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 outlet that shits the scent out into your house. Yes, yeah, about? yeah. And then you just the glade pull, plug and stinks yeah, or whatever. Pull the fucking stinky piece of paper <laughs> yeah. off of it and then use it like a fucking <laughs> use it like a like an oxygen mask and then. Guess what? You could see stars. It's like you'll see, you'll see yeah, right? fucking stars you'll see. before you pass out from the Boom. smell of that. <laughs> no, this person is just, this person is one of those people who's just trying to make a buck off people. Yes. And so what they're saying is, hey, I want to, I want to sell you something. They're going to sell them something. And they sold a class. They had a class. And this person on TikTok put a fake name in there <laughs> and then started recording it and posting it because it was insanity. This it, person is just basically like, all you got to do is put it on your vision board. I know you can't read it. I know you can't read your vision board. Braille board. You got to, you know, whatever you got to do, you know, stand really far back from your vision board. Right. If you're, uh, if you're farsighted, you want to stay far back. I, she at one point the lady who's given this fucking nonsense class on bullshit is like yeah you know you gotta you gotta put some essential oils all up in your eyeball you learn lick area. your own eye was one of the yeah. things like spit in your spit own spit in eye. your own eye spit, <laughs> spit in it spit in your own spit eye in it. what is this is this, is Lauren Bobert at the theater again <laughs> <laughs> and she just so happens to be like an MLM salesperson yeah, like of a, these essential yeah, oils. Yeah. She's getting a fucking twofer out of this. Yeah, man. She's She made a class. She pretended to make a class to be somebody who knows what she's talking about. And then she's now selling all these essential oils that'll help you change your vision or right. whatever. And then when she got in trouble for this, she tried to clap back. Yeah. And her clap back is fucking absurd. So here's her clap back. First of all, she posts a whole bunch of links Studies on essential oils and vision slash eye health. So I want to actually tell you what these studies are. Because I was like, man, that's like a fucking jumble fuck. So here's what is supposed to be studies on essential oils and vision slash eye health. The first one is the effects of aromatherapy on sleep improvement. Nothing to do with eye health. Well, my eyes are closed while I'm sleeping. Tom. Fair enough. Okay. Are you got me? I'm wrong. Okay. I'm wrong. Just saying. Aromatherapy for the management of symptoms in dementia. So okay. I, I, I can see. Sure. No. Uh, the effect of aromatherapy on anxiety and sleep quality of percutaneous coronary intervention patients, a randomized controlled study. It investigates the effects of aromatherapy on anxiety and sleep quality in patients undergoing medical procedures. Then the next one, comparative evaluation of anti-inflammatory activity of curcuminoids, turmerones, and aqueous extract of carcuma longa, published in the journal Whatever Who Cares. This study examined the anti-inflammatory effects of various compounds found in something. Did, uh, how, what does that have to do with my eyes? <laughs> the effects of inhalation aromatherapy with damask rose. The research is published, explores the effects of aromatherapy on pain management following surgery. And finally, a fucking stupid ass study on assessing the antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, and anti-cancer properties of essential oils from herbs, including rose oil. None of that has, even her even her clapback proof yeah. literally does not relate to the eye. At one point, to try to draw how spurious her connections are, she's like, oh, that study has to do with sleep, and sleep is essential for eye health. <laughs> yeah, like if I don't sleep, my eyes are going to get all dried out, and that won't be good for my eyeballs. I, so I should rub some fucking organ oil or you know, whatever in She there. just got caught. Like she you did. just got caught. Like yeah. you, were, you were lying and you got caught, and she tried to clap back, and then she's like, like kind of like cyber stalking the person who she does. <laughs> she does. She tries to like get her husband to like friend the person. Yeah. That's that like she, she's him. mad. She's seriously mad. But she also wears glasses. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> she doesn't believe she, she needs you to buy more essential oils so she can afford the essential oils she needs. You know what I want to rub her eyes. I wanted to see if there was some way I could, I could have my computer monitor because I'm most of the time I need my glasses and my computer monitor, yeah. right? That's when I need my glasses. I need to put my glasses on when I'm at my computer monitor. I wish there was some way I could like fuzz it up so it fuzzed right so I could just look <laughs> at it. <laughs> and then I wouldn't need glasses anymore, but I don't think that's possible. I don't know if that's possible I don't possible think you either. could fuzz it up correctly. Like, yeah, can, I, can I adjust the thing I'm looking at and not what I'm using to look at it? I don't think you could fuzz it up correctly. Well, what so. you could do is what I do when I when I forget my glasses upstairs or whatever, and I'm working on my computer, is I just like increase font size. Oh like yeah, 300%. you can increase it. 
Yeah. Huge. And then uh, you just, yeah. you could just, or you could smash your face up against it. Those are other options. <laughs> Rub There's my other eyes options. on it like I'm a There's cat. other options. Well, you know, it's good for eye health, Tom. <laughs> it is. It's great for eye health. There's a study about it, guys. There's a link to a study about nothing else. So uh, if you missed it, this last Thursday, we did a live stream. So you can go check it out on YouTube. Uh, I don't know if we had fun because it happens in the future. We're going to have us. fun maybe in so, 20 minutes. Who knows? But uh, but uh, we definitely did a live stream. So come check it out. It's on our YouTube page. Uh, all the, all the uh, episodes are still posting on YouTube. They haven't come after us for anything recently. Yay! So we're still in good standing at least. Uh, so you can always check out our episodes on YouTube as well. Uh, okay, that is going to wrap it up for this week. We'll be back uh, this upcoming Thursday for a patron-only show. So if you're a patron, you can check out uh, on Patreon. You'll get a Thursday drop this week. Uh, and we'll be back the following Monday for everyone else. But we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno-Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.